Alright, alright, okay, okay, what's up everybody, it's LJ Talks Facts right here, Spencer Facts, like always, of course. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, hope you guys are doing great here today, it's a very beautiful day outside, very chilly, you know, that's why I'm inside right now, I was gonna put my AC on, but obviously it's not working because it's too cold outside, if I do hiccup a little bit during this episode, you know, my bad, you know, I just drank some water, you know, went down the wrong pipe and I've been hiccuping the last couple minutes, so bear with me on this one. But I hope you guys are doing great today. This is my WWE Monday Night Raw review. I gotta admit, though, I was gonna say Raw was bad. I was gonna say Raw was bad. But I can't. The show itself, most of the show was bad. But obviously the ending wasn't. And we'll definitely get to that when we get to that. So I'll say the show, I'll say it was okay. Because, you know, that moment in the end saved it. If that didn't happen, I would be saying it was just fully bad. I mean, most of it, most, most of it was bad. Like 90%. But a 10%, a 10% was good. So let's start it off. So Monday Night Raw kicked off with Drew McIntyre, the former WWE champion. So he came out, you know, and cut his promo, you know, like how the Miz, you know, won the title. Like how Lashley helped him. He's like the freaking Miz is champion. You know, when he's talking about Sheamus and getting ready to wrestle him. Because, you know, we know McIntyre and Sheamus are going to wrestle each other on Monday Night Raw. I'm like, okay, well, it's a shame we didn't get that for the title. But fine, we're going to get we're gonna get it one-on-one without a championship. So I'm like, all right, fine. It's whatever. So, you know, McIntyre cut a good promo because we didn't see him last week, you know, which was, it was okay. You know, he needed a week off. He's been carrying this bad show for so long. Him and the Hurt Business have both been carrying this terrible show for so long. You know, seriously. I mean, Jesus Christ. I know you can say, but we're in a pandemic. You know, what do you want from them? Well, I like some good wrestling every week. But McIntyre and the Hurt Business have been carrying this bad show. They seriously have. It is what it is. But, you know, and McIntyre was saying, let's get it on right now. With Sheamus, but here comes the WWE champion, The Miz, with John Morrison by his side. You know, and The Miz starts to talk, and I'm like, okay, I thought we were going to get the match right away, but now we're going to have a 20-minute promo to start the show, like always. It's like, can there be one episode of Raw, one episode of SmackDown, where we just don't have a 20-minute promo? Can we just have, like, a 20-minute match and then do a promo? I'd like to see some action. It just gets, it's the same thing every week. That's what it is. I just, that's what I hate about it. Just start with a match. Start with a match. Start with McIntyre versus Sheamus right away. That's what you should do. Get the people invested. Some people just fall asleep in a long promo. Unless the promo is really good. And that's different. This promo was really good from The Miz as well. You know, he wants, like, you know, McIntyre's help, you know. And I'm like, McIntyre, well, McIntyre turned down the services of MVP multiple times last year. You know, before WrestleMania and a month after WrestleMania. And women, and I'm thinking to myself, what, what? This doesn't make any sense. Like, McIntyre would accept Miz's offer? Like, no. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, Miz is getting all upset. Like, you know, oh, like, you know, you know what last you could do to me? He threatened my well-being, you know. I have, I'm a father, you know. I'm a family man. I'm like, okay. Like, Whatever. <laughs> You think McIntyre cares? You stole the title from him. What makes you think? What makes you think he's gonna help you? You stole the title from him. <laughs> it is what it is. But then here came MVP. 
So he came out and he said, you know, to McIntyre, you're like, are you going to accept, you know, Miz's offer? McIntyre, you know, said, I declined your offer last year. So obviously I'm not going to accept his. And MVP just wanted to make sure because you never know. And it start, you start to think, like, well, maybe McIntyre will help the Miz. Maybe he will. But McIntyre said, no, he's not going to get involved in the match. You know, he said before the Miz came out, you know, whoever comes out is victorious has a big target on their back. Because McIntyre does need his rematch. That's true. That is true, though. But, you know, an MVP is saying, you know, Miz has till 9 o'clock to be ready for the match. Because at 9 o'clock, that's when they're going to do the WWE Championship match between him and Bobby Lashley. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this early, I'm assuming. Like, okay. I mean, I kind of doubt it. You know, it was a little bit fishy. I don't think we're going to do this right away. It doesn't seem that way. So I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens then. Let's see what happens. But then, you know, Sheamus came out and him and McIntyre start fighting. You know, they had a nice brawl. Now we get to the match. This match was really good, though. McIntyre versus Sheamus was a great match. And I'm seeing people criticizing it. Some people are praising and some people are criticizing it. How can you criticize this match? This match delivered. These are two hard-hitting guys, the Scottish Warrior and the Celtic Warrior. It was a barbaric fight. It was good. It was a great match. It's one of the best matches Raw has put out here in this year in 2021. It could be a match of the year candidate. It's up there with Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee for the WWE title. It's up there with Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix for the AEW World title. And Jungle Boy versus Dax Harwood on Dynamite. Those four matches are up there for match of the year. They seriously are. In their own ways. In their own ways they are. Which is awesome. It seriously is. It seriously, seriously is. It's up there. It really is. These two just had a great match. And they were doing each other's, you know, moves on each other. Like, like when McIntyre was, like, stealing Sheamus' moves, you know, 10 beats of the Bower, you know, where, like, you know, he put you on the ropes. And then, you know, he hit you in the chest. And McIntyre was doing that. And he hit white noise on the top rope on Sheamus. I was like, whoa. These two beat the hell out of each other. They delivered. Just imagine this match is on pay-per-view. But we got it on free TV, and it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. It was a banger. It's a match I'm definitely going to remember in 2021. It's a match I would go back and watch. Like the other three matches I just mentioned that could be match of the year candidates. I would go back and watch those matches as well. Because this match was awesome. It was great. And, you know, towards the end of the match where there, was going for the bro kick, and the McIntyre hit him with the Claymore, and he got him. They showed him the replay. He got him. Like, Jesus. And then one, two, three... Drew McIntyre gets the win. So you could say, is that it now between McIntyre and Sheamus? Because McIntyre beat him. It wasn't for the title. But they finally got their match. And McIntyre won. So is that is their feud done? I have a strange feeling I could be wrong. I got a strange feeling that McIntyre and Sheamus are going to team up. And they're going to face the Hurt Business at WrestleMania. And they're going to win the Raw Tag Team titles. I just have a strange feeling... It would be very weird for McIntyre to go from the main event of WrestleMania last year to going for the Raw Tag Team titles this year with Sheamus. It's just a feeling I got. I could be wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. We'll see what happens, though. That's just a feeling I got. Will it, would, I, would I support it? 
I wouldn't mind seeing them as a tag team, to be honest. I wouldn't mind it. They've teamed up before in the past. So I guess why not? It's something new. It's something I can get behind. It's better than Gable and Otis. I mean, Jesus Christ. But I would rather a legit tag team like Lucha House Party get a chance to win the tag team titles or actually win the tag team titles. You know, eh, we'll see, though. I wouldn't mind it, but we'll see what happens. Oh, we got to talk about this match. Nia Jax versus Naomi. And I feel so bad for Naomi. I really do. I mentioned in the last couple episodes, I feel seriously bad for her. They are not booking her correctly at all ever since she's come back. They've been booking her like a joke. Like I said, get rid of her Feel the Glow gimmick. I had nothing against her gimmick, Feel the Glow gimmick when she first started with it, when she won the SmackDown Women's Championship twice. I had no problem with that. But last year, they had a huge opportunity to turn her heel when she lost to Lacey Evans on SmackDown. You know, when Naomi like looked like she was going to cry in the ring, everybody was saying, hashtag Naomi deserves better. Well, she does. She does. Seriously, she really does. She's one of the most talented women on the roster throughout the whole world. She's one of the most talented women's wrestler in the world. She's up there. She could be number one. Like, Seriously. Seriously. That's when they could have turned her heel. Because her first heel run from 2015 to 2016, like, you know, like mid-2016, was terrible. Like, they had her with Sasha Banks and Tamina, you know, Unity or Team Bad, whatever their friggin' name was. And what did, that, what did it do for them? They did nothing. I mean, Sasha benefited from it, I guess, because she got in the, in the Roman's title match. At WrestleMania 32 with Charlotte and Becky, obviously, you know, Charlotte won. But nobody else benefited from it. Tamina didn't. Naomi didn't. You know, it made no sense. It was just dumb. But like I keep on saying, turn her heel. Let her turn on Lana. Join the Hurt Business and let her face Asuka for the Rawman's title at WrestleMania. Let her be like, you know... The co-leader of the Hurt Business. Seriously, that's what you could do, but they're not doing it. They're making it look like a joke when this match was so terrible. And it's almost a crime to say that Naomi had a bad match. Because she always puts the effort in the ring, always puts on great matches. But you just can't have a great match with Nia Jax. And they confront each other backstage, and then they had the match. It was bad. It was a terrible match. It was like Shane and Naomi... It probably would have been a little bit different. I feel like they could have a decent match. We know Shayna's style, you know, is more submission style. So, okay, fine. People have been able to make it work. I think Naomi definitely could have made it work with her. But nobody can have a good match with Nia. You just really can't. There's really no good Nia Jax match. It's the same thing. She's generic, you know, and I it, it, I hate to even... I can't take her seriously in the ring. Especially after the whole my whole thing. And, you know... The amount of wrestlers she's injured inside the ring. It's like, come on. You know, anytime, anytime she was hitting Naomi, I'm thinking, oh, Naomi's hurt. I hate to think that way. Because she's so unsafe, Naya. I hate to think that when she's in the ring. I seriously do. You think I like to think that way? No, I don't. I hate Nia Jax. I seriously do. I used to like her in the past, but no longer. But it's a shame that I have to think that way. Like, oh, like she's going to injure her. It's a shame. So Nia Jax, she gets the win over Naomi. And I'm like, why? 
Just why? If you're not gonna use Naomi correctly, let her go. Seriously. Come on. You know, she does deserve so much better. She really does. Losing to Naya with all of her talent. All of her talent losing to a joke like Nia Jax. Come on now. Seriously, you got to do better than that. Because that's awful. That is terrible, terrible, terrible booking. I seriously hope Naomi snaps on Lana. Whenever that happens, she turns heel and finally she gets a great heel run. That's what should happen. Unleash her. Let her go off on everybody. Just do it. I don't know what they're waiting for. It's that simple. People would be invested in her in the Hurt Business. They would. People have been saying it. Make it happen already. I just feel bad for her. They're losing Tanaya. Job of Tanaya on Raw. I mean, come on. Seriously, that is terrible, and that's disgusting, and I'm ashamed I didn't even watch that match. That was bad. I feel bad for Naomi that she's even involved in this shit. I feel bad for her. I really do. Because this is a disgrace. <sighs> but next now, we get to the WWE Championship match between The Miz and Bobby Lashley. So Lashley makes his entrance with MVP. Miz, you know, stalled. It was a good heel tactic. I'll give him that, you know... Trying to stall, you know, get Lashley a little bit pissed. Maybe Lashley makes a mistake during the match. But then, you know, finally Miz's music hits. Then it cuts off like like a, almost a minute in. It cuts off. They go backstage. And he's holding his stomach. And he's saying that he's sick. And he's not feeling well. And he needs more time to prepare. And Adam Pearce is saying, listen, I don't care if I have to drag you outside that outside into the ring. You are defending your title tonight. And he's like, oh, but I can't defend it. I can't defend it. And then Lashley... Storms backstage, you know, gets in the Miz's face, throws him down, and now we have to wait till 10 o'clock. As Adam Pierce says, now you have till 10 o'clock. So now we gotta wait a whole nother hour. I'm like, you're really just wasting time. You're really wasting precious time. It makes no sense. I don't know what they were thinking. Like, oh, let's just. That turns people away. You may think, oh no, but now they'll tune in till 10 o'clock. I'm sure a lot of people turn the channel. I'm sure they did. They're like, you know what? They're just going to... I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought, oh, they're just going to keep screwing Lashley. So what's the point? They would be right. But then in the end, we all know. Just saying. And listen, if I was like, you know, if I, you know, listen, I would have turned, I would have turned the channel too. I would be like, oh, come on. This is a joke now. So now we'll see what happens at 10 o'clock. We'll see what happens then. So now Braun Strowman comes out. And he cuts a promo saying, you know, he's watching the Elimination Chamber at home and, and it sucked without him. Blah, 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 you know. And he's got a tag team match against Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. He doesn't know who his tag team partner is. And then here comes Shane McMahon with Adam Pearce. And Shane kind of like insults Braun a little bit, you know. He's like kind of like trying to take him off. And he was saying, well... Um, you know, Adam didn't make the match. I did. So I'm like, okay, so we know we're going to get Shane and Braun at WrestleMania. We know what's going to happen. I'm all for it. I want to see that match. I wouldn't mind seeing it because Shane didn't compete last year at WrestleMania. We didn't see Triple H compete last year. And there's rumors of Triple H versus AJ Styles. Well, they haven't planted the seeds for Styles and Triple H. We Styles wasn't even on Raw. 
like that was pretty crazy. We didn't see AJ on Raw. He's been on Raw consistently ever since he's been on that brand again. We just didn't see him. I was kind of like a little bit confused. Like, okay, I hope AJ's all right. It's kind of weird to not have him on Raw. But he's always there. They didn't even show like a backstage segment of him and Omos. So I was like, okay, then maybe they had nothing for him. I'm like, okay, then. And I want to see AJ and Triple H, but they haven't planted the seeds for you. And you're, you're running out of time. Don't just have it be random where it's like, oh, for the first time ever. Like, no, you got to like, you got to build it up. You can't just like throw it out there. It makes no sense. At least with Braun and Shane, they're throwing it out there. They're, you know, they're planting the seeds for it. It's not official, but I'm all for it. I want to see that match. So the chairman says your tag team partner is Adam Pierce. So it'll be Braun Strowman, Adam Pierce versus Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander for the Raw Tag Team Titles. And I'm thinking to myself, why? This is a complete waste of time. Strowman saying that sucks, but then when. Shane mentions for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Like, well, that's a good idea. So, which one is it? Does it suck or is it a good idea? This, this what? Who is writing this? First, Braun says it sucks. Then he's like, oh, that's a good idea. When it's for the Raw Tag Team Titles, I'm like, why are they doing this with Braun? Seriously, this is what this is why people have turned on Braun. They book him like a joke. Oh, but he won the Universal Title. He won against Goldberg. That's what. What does that matter? You beat a fifty-year-old man in Goldberg. You didn't beat Prime Goldberg from the nineties. And that'd be different. Didn't mean anything. Goldberg wasn't doing nothing to him. You know, Goldberg wasn't gonna beat him. We knew that. We knew Strowman was a pity win for him. It's because Roman couldn't compete at WrestleMania, so they had to put on Strowman. He was just a placeholder. That's all he was. It 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 said say, but he was. It, it is what it is, though. And I feel bad for Strowman because I like Strowman. A lot of people have turned on him. I haven't turned on him. I don't like the way that he's getting booked. See, that's why people shouldn't turn on wrestlers. Turn on the people that are booking the wrestler. You know, they don't have any control in WWE. Other companies are different. But not WWE. It's very different. Mick Foley mentioned on Dark Side of the Ring when he was let go from WWE in his early career and went to UWF to go work for Herb Abrams, you know, the coke addict. You know, he was like, it felt like, you know, he was wrestling with handcuffs on in the WWE or the WWF at the time, and he was allowed to do whatever he wanted in the UWF. You know what I mean? Like, he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. He had more control over his character. That's just how WWE is. It's never going to change in Vince's time. When Vince is long gone, maybe it will change. Whoever takes over the company, whether it's Stephanie, Triple H, Shane, or if somebody buys the company, which I really doubt that'll happen... But we'll see. Somebody might come in and just buy the company. You never know. You just never know. That would be really weird to see, though. See the McMahon name end. But I, I kind of doubt it. Vince will be doing this till he's like 90. Or 100. He'll probably live that long. Who knows? He might live till 100. And I'll, I'll say, even though I don't like Vince McMahon, I'll say, God bless him, live into 100. I'll give him that. He's got a whole way to go. But it's Vince McMahon. So, I wouldn't be surprised. But we get to the tag team match, and I'm just like, okay. Strowman was dominating. You know, he was dominating Cedric and Shelton for most of this match, you know. Bada bing, bada boom, you know. He was, and he had the running power slam on Shelton. And he was about to cover him, and then Shane gets on the ring apron. He's like, tag on Pierce, tag on Pierce. I'm like, you, we all right, now we know what's going to happen. Now you're just stalling. Why, see, like, for a second I thought maybe they were going to win. But now, why are you doing this for? What, why? 
I know Strowman said before the match, if Adam Pearce screws up, he's going to get these hands and finally tags in Adam Pearce. Gets rolled up by Benjamin, one, two, three. Shelton and Cedric retain the Raw Tag Team titles. Thank God that they did. Thank God that they did. I don't want Strowman and Pearce winning. Don't think that I wanted that to happen. Absolutely not. You know, I'd want a legit tag team to beat, you know, Cedric and um, Shelton. The only exception I would take would be Drew and Sheamus. That's the feeling I have. Might be the only exception, not Pierce and Strowman. Absolutely not. So thank God Cedric and Shelton retain. I feel bad for them that they were involved in this stupid, in this stupid stuff right here because that was bad. You know, I mean, come on, Jesus Christ. And then Braun says, you know, changing to happen. You know, with with Shame, I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying. We know we're gonna get the match. It's just a matter of time when it's official, and then whatever. We'll see how that match goes. Okay. So we did see Elias talking to Bad Bunnies, you know, saying they should team up for a single and rock the music charts. And Damian Priest, I mean, Damian Priest was there as well. And Bad Bunny, you know, said in Spanish, and Damian Priest said that he said no, and then they caused a commercial. But now we get to the next match between Elias and Damian Priest. And listen, I like Damian Priest. I like what he's done so far on the main roster. You know, Bad Bunny is growing on me. At first, I didn't really like him, but, you know, here's the difference between him, Soldier Boy, and Bow Wow. Because recently, you know, Bow Wow's been going on Twitter, you know, talking about wrestlers are subtweeting him. Because apparently he's, you know, training with Rikishi to become a wrestler. And I'm like, what? I mean, I haven't heard that name in a long time, Bow Wow. I forgot he even existed. I'm sorry to say, but I forgot he even existed. The last time I remember seeing him was on all that back in, like, what was it, 2000, like, to early 2000s or whatever, like, whatever. It wasn't even the original all that cast, so it didn't really even matter. But, okay then. And then you got Soldier Boy, who has been relevant since Crank That back in 2007, saying that WWE, you know, is, I don't know, more faker than the rap game, they said, something like that. I'm like, I'm like, what? I mean, that's just the equivalent of pay attention to me. Soldier Boy, you haven't been relevant since 2007. You tried to become relevant again when you went after Tyga. Tyga, like, you looked, on, on that live video, you looked all coked out on drugs. And then when you were on the Breakfast Club, you're like, oh, I love Tyga. I love him. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? Like, seriously, what, what is wrong with him? And Randy Orton and Donovan Dickhead, you know, went after him. On Twitter, and I couldn't be I couldn't be any more proud of Donovan, especially Randy, because that was good. Randy went after him. You know, listen, like Soldier Boy, like his career is just dead. It's just like you haven't been relevant in fourteen years. Don't try to get it this way. How about you produce better music? Seriously, after crank that, what other music has? What other great music has Soldier Boy produced? L- l- go ahead. You could say it right now. I'm sure they won't be able to. Because he hasn't. Because he's been a bum ever since that Crank That Song Crank That Song came out. And it was a great song. I enjoyed it. Used to hear it all the time at the school dances in middle school. I love that song. I still have it on my phone. I might listen to it after this episode. Because you know what? It's a really good song. And it's part of my childhood. And I love it. But don't look for relevancy this way. Just don't. You're not a tough guy. You're, you're not. You know, at least Bad Bunny is in that world. And Damien Priest said... That he understands. So I'll give Bad Bunny some respect. You know, at first I didn't like Bad Bunny because I'm thinking like, why is he, 
with WWE, what are they doing with him? Like, why is he here? But he understands. He understands. He's not like David Arquette back in 2000 when he won the WCW world title. I mean, that was a joke. Unless if Bad Bunny becomes a legit wrestler, then I'd be fine with him winning any title. But he's not a legit wrestler just yet. Maybe eventually he will be. But right now, he's not. You know, like I was saying, when David Arquette won the WCW World title in 2000, that's when WCW was dead, so it didn't really even matter. And even then, it was, it was terrible, especially you know, when Vince Russo put the belt on himself in 2000. That was like, what the hell? But it's just like you got these bums in battle on Soldier Boy trying to revive their careers because they see Bad Bunny doing it. I mean, Bad Bunny is not reviving his career. Oh, Bad Bunny is one of the hottest music artists out there in the world. He is. He's not in WWE look for relevancy. He is relevant even without WWE. He gets more, he gets more like how you say, like, um, he gets more eyes on the TV when people see him. Because some people probably don't know his music and they look at him like, oh, let's listen to his music. So he gets more, yeah, he gets more, a little more money in that way as well. But he's not looking for relevancy. He's not craving relevancy like Bow Wow and Soulja Boy doing. So Bow Wow, Soulja Boy, just shut up. Seriously, nobody cares about you guys. When, when Soulja Boy revived himself, you could say like a 20, late 2018 or early 2019, going after Tyga, blah, blah, blah. You start thinking, okay, maybe he's going to become relevant again. And then he's trying to go after Drake in a way too. And I'm like, oh, just stop it now. You're a joke. Please, I want, give me, give me Soulja Boy from 2007. That's fine. But this one, oh my God, just go somewhere else. Go produce some better music. Maybe we'll start talking about you again. But that's not the way to look for, you know, that just... No cloud, no free cloud. Go away. Seriously. Go away. You and Bow Wow, how would you go produce a song together that maybe people will start talking about you? Just saying. So that's the end of that. But this match, you know, I'm not trying to knock Damien Priest at all. You know, this match, it wasn't good to be honest between him and Elias. I just didn't I just didn't care for it. Didn't like it at all. Felt like it went a little too long. Elias didn't have a great performance either, to be honest. You know, he didn't look good in this match. It was just, it went on way too long. And when Elias was outside the ring, the referee was at a count of six. And Elias didn't go back in the ring. He was outside the ring the whole time. And the referee restarted the count. I'm like, the heck was that? Why did he restart the count? Like, he he was still outside the ring. So I'm like, okay. And then, match goes on. And like I said, I like Damian Priest. He's been good since he's got on the main roster. You know, I like him. Put on a good performance. He got the win over Elias. I was like, thank God the match just took way too long. We didn't see Bad Bunny get involved. You know, Jackson Riker on Elias' side got involved. Bad Bunny stayed out of it. It was a bad match, but, you know, I'm happy Damian Priest won. It's like, all right, cool. He won the match, so whatever. Can't really knock it that much. He won, but whatever. But then next, now we go backstage, and, you know, we saw Randy Orton get interviewed, and he told, like, Alexa Bliss to stay out of his way, or else, you know, he, she's going to end up like the fiend. Like, there'll be no more compassion, like, that'll be it. I'll set her on fire, basically, saying. And then Alexa was on the screen, she was using a Jackson, a, a jack-in-the-box to summon a Randy clone. And, you know, that Randy clone told the real Randy that he would come soon face-to-face for everything that he's done. And I'm thinking to myself... Like, okay, I thought maybe it was, like, the Fiend, like, in Randy Orton's body. Like, you could say, like, you know, it could have been, like, Randy Orton from, like, maybe a little while ago. And the Fiend, like, possessed him. Like, when he, you know, spit out that the black stuff from last week. 
but it was weird. And then, you know, Randy Orton was coughing. I mean, this storyline, it has been weird, but it has been good. It really has. It's almost like, it almost feels like the Undertaker-Randy Orton storyline from 2005. Looks like you have Alexa involved with this. You know, the mind game is just there. It's like, it's crazy, but it's great. It is good. The storyline's weird. It's weird, but it's good. We know we're going to get the match at WrestleMania. It's only a matter of time before The Fiend, you know, reappears. Or if he reappears as something else, we don't know. But we'll see, though. But then, you know, Randy Orton was coughing, and then he walked away. But now here we go again. Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the WWE title. Here we go now. So they both get they're both in the ring. Miz didn't make any excuses, but he grabs the microphone before they do the introductions. And he's like, you know, hear me out, hear me out. You know, why are we doing this match right here? You know, Lashley deserves the WWE title. This is not the stage for it. Let's do it the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. And MVP's like, no, do the introductions. Let's do this now. So the match starts. Miz leaves the ring, grabs the title. Miz runs off to the back. He runs away. And he gets counted out. Bobby Lashley wins, but the Miz retains the WWE title. And I'm like, oh my God. See, this is why you lose viewers. That's why you lose viewers right there. I can guarantee you probably so many people just turn the channel. I don't say like from 9 o'clock, but I'm sure a lot more people just change the channel and said, this is just garbage now. Like, what are they doing? Why are you stalling so much with this match? Just do it. But they actually did do it when you think of it. You know, but oh my God. It was so bad. I'm like, come on now. And then we come back from commercial and we saw MVP and Lashley talking with Sherry Man backstage. And Sherry Man says, there will be a championship match tonight. And MVP flies out, this is bullshit, Shane. I was like, whoa. And they didn't even censor it. Like, MVP just flat out said it. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay, all right, there we go. I like that right there. That was really good. And he said there is going to be a match tonight. You know, and, you know, like, Sherry Man said if Miz doesn't come back, he'll strip him of the title and consider giving the title to Lashley. He'll consider it. So I'm like, okay, now let's see what happens. And now we gotta wait till later on now. Alright, now we get we come back now, we go to the ring. So we see Charlotte Flair, she comes out, she gets in the ring, you know, she says like how she told her father Ric Flair how she felt last week, and he listened, he went home. So Charlotte Flair announces she wants the Romans title and would challenge Oscar when she re- when she returns. She got hurt last week in the match between her and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. So actually, Nia didn't injure somebody this time. It was Shayna, but <laughs> I'm actually shocked it wasn't Nia. But then Shayna and Nia do interrupt, and Nia told Charlotte the whole locker room doesn't like Charlotte and wishes she sent herself home. And then Shayna and Nia attack Charlotte. And I'm like the way Nia said it though, it sounded like such like it sounded like a like a middle school bully is what it sounded like. I'm like, oh, nobody likes you. Like, oh my god, could you could you? Oh my god, I swear when she talks now, she sounds like a pig, I swear to god. I don't care what anybody says, that's what she sounds like. She sounds like she's squealing every time she's talking. Just stop having her speak, please. She's such a horrible talker. My god. Makes my ears bleed. Jesus Christ. <sighs> but now we get to the match between Shayna and Charlotte. 
See like how drained I am from talking about this show. Oh my god. I mean this match it was whatever. There's really nothing special about this match, you know. Like Shayna she she wants, you know, to go after Oscar after what she did to her last week. They had the match, it was whatever, you know, Nia tried to get involved a couple times, didn't work out in her favor. Charlotte Flair, it's natural selection, one, two, three, blah, 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 bada bing, bada boom. Charlotte Flair gets the win over Shayna. I'm like, okay, I don't care. I really don't. And then backstage, so Sherry McMahon announced the main event will be the Miz versus Bobby Lash for the, for the WWE title. And Shane says if Miz doesn't show up, he will be stripped of the title and Lashley will get the title. So that's official now. If Miz doesn't show up, Lashley gets the title. So I'm like, okay. So now we get to a six-man tag team match between Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party, Lindsay Dorado, and Grandma Tilly. Look, I right there. I didn't call them the Lucha Bros this time like I've been doing the last couple weeks. I called them Lucha House Party. Thank God I did that. So they first they first retribution, uh D'Lo Madden, Shane Thorne, and Donovan Dickhead. Um, you know, this match, I gotta be honest though, even though I hate retribution, they they put on a really good match right here. This match was good. It was it was short, but it was good. It's like good short sex is what it was. You know, it was short, but you know what you could say it was good. It was it was good. You know what I mean? You're satisfied. It's good. It's good. <laughs> But it was a good match. I'll admit that right there. Matt Riddle, United States champion. And Dorado and uh, Matt Lee, Luja House Party, they got the win over Retribution. I was like, okay, Mustafa Ali gets pissed. He, you know, he, he didn't grab the microphone. I was about to say he grabbed the microphone, but he didn't. He's pushing D-Lo and Donovan and Shane, just getting pissed. And then he told Matt Riddle, don't you go anywhere. I want you in the ring right now. So we come back from commercial. We get Matt Riddle, United States Champion, versus Mustafa Ali. And they put on... I got to say this real quick, though. Because I was on Twitter a little while ago, and Mustafa Ali was doing a Q&A. <laughs> and somebody asked him... Because he was, he was going back home, uh, Mustafa. He was, you know, his flight got delayed, so he was doing a quick Q&A at the airport. And somebody asked him, what are you doing? What's the first thing you're doing when you get home? Mustafa says the wife. I'm like, oh my God. I had to laugh. I was laughing at that for a good couple minutes. I'm laughing now because it was funny. He just flat out said it. I wonder what his wife thinks if, when she sees that, if she's already seen it. That is funny. Oh my God. Listen, I love Mustafa Ali. I seriously do. You know, I, I hate that he's in retribution. But I love the guy. He's a great athlete. He's a great individual. That was... That was funny. That was really funny. Oh, my goodness. And he puts on a decent match for Matt Riddle. You know, Retribution gets involved. You know, Medium gets in the ring. Shane Thorne goes on the top rope. Or, he goes on the top rope. Uh, that's Dilo Manning was on the top rope. Shane Thorne goes on the ring apron. Donovan just stands there and looks stupid like he always does. It doesn't even matter with him. And Mustafa did a really cool move from the top rope. It was it looked like a, it may have been a botch. I don't know if it was or wasn't, but it was unique. I could say that. And Mustafa Ali gets the win, so he pinned the United States champion. So it looks like we're gonna get Mustafa Ali versus Matt Riddle for the United States title. So I mean, he beat the champion, so he's right to get a title match. So we'll see how that turns out. But then we go backstage again. The Miz, he comes back. He cut a really good promo. He seriously cut an amazing promo on Shane. 
saying, you know, I'm the only wrestler that'll do like, you know, the meat. You need a guy to go out there at six in the morning with, you know, you, you know, international stuff, you know, stuff here, go on any talk shows, whatever. I'm here for that. I deserve respect. And you see Miz getting pissed. He sounded like how he sounded like on Talking Smack five years ago when he ripped into Daniel Bryan. When he told him to go back to the bingo halls and the, on the indie scene. Like Miz, you know, listen, he may not be the best wrestler in the company or in the world, but he is the best talker. Easily. Of this generation, easily. Easily this generation. Gotta admit that. He's just too good. Always cuts a good promo. Even if it's a stupid written promo, he makes it good. He seriously does. But... The match now finally happens. The Miz and Lashley, three times a charm, I guess, now for the WWE title again. And I'm like, alright, are we actually going to have the match this time? What's going to happen? Is the match actually happening? Like, what are we going to get here? It finally does happen, because the Miz tries to run away, but Shane Man comes out, and he says, you know, I decided what match we're going to have right here. It's going to be a lumberjack match, so the Miz can't run away at all. And, and right when the match starts, Miz tries to run away. Tries to get away. Lumberjacks, they throw him back in, like Drew Gulak throws him back in. The Hurt Business, throw him back in. Mustafa Ali Retribution, throw him right, right back in. Lashley dominates the Miz. The Miz got no offense in this match. He tried in the beginning, tried to hit Lashley with the title. That didn't work. Punched him once. Didn't even affect Lashley. Other than that, Miz had no offense at all. Lashley just ran through him. Like he was nothing. And then finally this happened. Lashley puts him in the hurt lock. I'm thinking maybe something's going to happen. Maybe Miz will slip away. Maybe somebody's going to actually come out and interfere. But no. The Miz taps out. And it may have only taken 17... It may have been 17 years for this to finally happen. But Bobby Lashley, the almighty Bobby Lashley, the CEO... Of the Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley is finally. The WWE. Champion. And my God. Does that feel good to say. It is about. Damn time. This should have happened. Back in 07. When he faced John Cena. The Great American Bash. Where Lashley was red hot. After he carried. ECW. Because ECW was a shit show back then. When they made it into its own brand. Lashley carried that show and put it on his back. But then, you know, of course he left. He went to TNA for a little while. Then he left the, He left TNA. Had a great MMA career. See, this is what bothers me. Because I always watch, like, you know, a segment between him and Roman back on June 25th of 2018. And Roman's like, oh, hey, you had an MMA career and how'd that turn out for you? I'm like... Lashley had a pretty good record. I believe he was 15-2 and two in MMA. I'll look at his record right now. I, know, I think he only has two losses. I'm, I, might, I might be wrong on the wins. I might be wrong on the wins. But let me check his... Let's see. He was 15-2. and two. 
He was 15-2. and two. I, I mean, come on. Seriously? Does Vince McMahon... Did he really think that people wouldn't look that up right there? Because everybody was saying, like, um, he had a pretty successful MMA career. And he did only two losses. 15-2. and two, A better MMA career than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Lesnar didn't even last that long in MMA. Just didn't. And then last year went back to TNA. Won the TNA uh, title, I believe, a couple times he won it. Because, you know, I... I watched TNA a lot from like 2010 to 2012, but then after that, I stopped watching. So I think he won like in 2016, then won it back in 2017 or 18. No, not, not 18, no, because he came back to WWE in 18. I believe he won it back in 17 as well. See, so yeah, I believe he won it a couple times down in TNA. He was booked pretty good in TNA. And him and McIntyre, him and McIntyre you know, it was Drew Gallo at the time. They had an amazing match. I believe it was like at Slamversary, I believe. They put on a really good match. I believe that's I believe that's pay per view was called, but yeah, it finally feels good to say that you know like in Lashley, and then the the weird thing is like you know he got to face Roman Reigns, at Extreme Rules twenty eighteen and he beat Roman Reigns clean in the ring, and then a couple weeks later oh now they're gonna face off again but now this time, whoever wins gets their shot at Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title at SummerSlam I'm like you couldn't have done that Extreme Rules. And then what happens? Roman Reigns wins. And he winds up beating Brock at SummerSlam. And then last year, he didn't even... I don't think he did anything at SummerSlam. Lashley should have won the Universal title at SummerSlam. That's when they should have done it. But then they put him with Leo Rush. And it's not a knock on Leo Rush, but he was annoying as hell. He really didn't fit for Bobby Lashley like with him as his manager. I'm just saying. They played hot potato with the Intercontinental Championship with him. They gave it to him twice, but those title reigns didn't last long. And then they only got rid of Leo Rush. And then Lashley, you know, lost to Braun Strowman. I believe a couple times. And they did that stupid storyline with him and Miro. who was known as Rusev at the time. And Lana, where Lashley was with Lana. And that lasted for a while. And Lashley just was losing and losing and losing and losing. Lost at WrestleMania last year to Aleister Black. And that's not a knock on Aleister Black. He needed to win Aleister Black, to be honest. You know, at WrestleMania. I'm just saying he needed to win. And ever since then, they haven't done anything with him. You think they would have done something with him then, but they haven't. That's a story for another day. You don't want to get too much into it now. It's a good moment. You know, and then finally when MVP confronted Lashley and says, when is Lashley going to be Lashley? And then that's finally when they, after backlash, they finally broke up, you know, Lashley and Lana. I was like, thank God. About time. And that's when finally Lashley was let loose and being a beast. You know, that's when they did the Hurt Business. Brought in Shelton and then eventually brought in Cedric. And Lashley won the United States title. Had a great run. Didn't defend it as much, but, you know, he had the belt. He was destroying a lot of people. And then finally, you know, he helps the Miz win the WWE title when he gets his shot. And he wins. Even though it was three times the charm. But it was about time, though. It was about time. Lashley's been red hot right now. He should have won the title a long, long, long time ago. It should not have taken this long, but I'm not taking this away from his moment. Because he damn well deserves it. We don't know how long his reign is going to last. We know he's going to get past Fastlane's champion. We know that for a fact. But who is Lashley going to face the WrestleMania? Are they going to do him and Drew again? Yeah, I mean, they did that. They, we've, seen that. we've seen that, though. Do you think they're really going to do it at WrestleMania? I mean, the big rumor is him versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And 
That's the match people have been begging for ever since Lashley's come back. They want we want Lashley versus Lesnar. Maybe it finally happens now. That's funny that we never seen them confront each other though, at all, in the WWE. We've never seen it. So maybe it finally happens. Maybe it finally happens. You have to hope that it does. We know it's Vince. He could do whatever he wants. So we don't know. But I'm happy for Bobby Lashley. He deserves it. At 44 years old, he's in amazing, amazing, amazing shape. Moves like a cat. Like he moves so quick for a guy his age. Usually people get older, they get slower. Lashley has gotten quicker and meaner, nastier, tougher. And I couldn't be more happy for him. And we'll see how his title reign goes. I feel like we're going to see a really, really good title reign. I hope that I'm right. But congratulations to Bobby Lashley, my man. You deserve it. I can't wait for the celebration next week. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. The era of Lashley begins. It's about damn time. It's about time. It took a long time, but it finally, it finally happened. It's finally happened. A lot of props to MVP, though. You gotta admit that. Helping Lashley and helping Shelton and Cedric... It's amazing. It's amazing how much MVP has revived these guys' careers. You know, last year with the whole stupid storyline with Lana, Shelton not even being on TV, and Cedric was jobbing. Like him and Ricochet were a team, but they were losing a lot. It's been fun. It's been a fun... The Hurt Business have been really fun. It's been great. These guys have taken over. They've taken over for the better. You know, because Shelton, he, he should have been world champion a long time ago. It's never happened with him. Cedric still has a long way, you know, he's still got a long, not a long way to go, a long career to go. We know he's going to be world champion eventually. It's going to happen. Maybe Bobby, maybe we get Bobby and Cedric in the future. Maybe that's when Cedric wins, question mark. I, you know, maybe. But it's been fun. It really has been fun. And it's going to continue to be more fun. But congratulations to Bobby Lashley. You deserve my man. It's about time. It's about time. Bye-bye, Miz. See you later. See you bye. Oh, that was fun, though. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. The next time I'll talk to you guys, it'll be my AEW Dynamite review. That won't be out on Thursday because I won't have enough time to do it because I'm going out on Thursday afternoon. So the episode won't be out Thursday. It'll be out Late Friday afternoon. And we know Revolution's coming up soon, so I'll definitely review... I'll, I'll, I'm going to review that for you guys on Monday, next Monday. My predictions for Revolution will come Sunday afternoon. Because there could be new matches added, blah, blah, blah. So we'll just... We'll save that for Sunday afternoon. But I will talk to you guys on Friday. Hope you guys have a great rest of the night. And I'll talk to you then. Bobby Lashley, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. It's about time. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Talk to you guys soon.